Welcome to the Not Your Typical Agent podcast, helping guide you through all things real estate. My name is Jay Crotchy. I am a licensed real estate broker in the state of Illinois. Let's get started. Hey everyone, on today's episode, we're going to discuss strategies in order to make your open house stand out and help buyers remember your listing. Stay tuned. So I don't host a ton of open houses. I actually just hosted one of the first um, open houses I've had since the pandemic started a couple weeks back. But one of the strategies when I did host open houses was to try to set yourself apart from the traditional real estate kind of situation where people walk in, they may be getting a bottle of warm water on a a hot day, um, have the sign-in sheet and aggressively following around the buyers. That's not the way that I like to do business. Um, you know, hence not your typical agent. Um, I like to have some sort of event where we'll have something at the open house that'll make the buyer remember that particular listing. What you generally will find, even when I work with my buyers, is if somebody's attending an open house, it's not the only house they're seeing that day. They might be going on a tour. They might be seeing five or six houses. They might have private showings. So what you want to do is have something in that house that will make you stand out. So they remember, oh, that was the open house with so-and-so, or that was the open house that had that sort of event. So I'm gonna discuss some strategies and some ways that I like to um, kind of, what I introduce to my open houses in order to make them stand out. So the open house that I did was on a weekend where it's 4th of July weekend. We will generally see traffic on that week, particular weekend drop just because a lot of people are out of town. You know, that's how it is kind of in these late summer months where, um, you know, people are traveling. August is usually a, a, a big piece to that where people are away. So when you do host an open house, you're mainly, I will do it to make it easily available to show for buyers that their agents may have went out of town because, you know, not for nothing. But us as agents, uh, you know, some of us, you know, we like to take vacations as well. And sometimes that happens to fall in the summer, uh, which you know, it doesn't really fall hand in hand because you have buyers that are looking for houses and it's your job to show them houses and be available. So an open house that I will host will generally provide easy access for those buyers that are looking to still view homes when their agents away. So I hosted one on 4th of July weekend. Uh, what I'll generally do is you have to have a ton of signs in order to guide people to the house. You know, you might have somebody driving by in the neighborhood, somebody lives in the neighborhood, you want them to see your open house signs that say, okay, there's a home for sale. We might have friends, we might have family that could be interested in it, or let's just stop by. Our neighborhood is unique because there really are only about three or four different variations of all houses. So um, what we're finding is a lot of people would stop by just to get an idea of, okay, well, what is this house like compared to my house that is the same style and whether or not you know, I should make the renovations like they did and let's see the setup and all that kind of stuff. So you get a lot of looky-loos and stuff like that, which is perfectly fine. You know, I, I love when I have an open house and neighbors stop by so you could you know, get to know the people in the neighborhood and obviously get more information about the house and whatnot. Um, so signs are really important. Um, you know, even if you go and you pick up the just the regular open house signs that you can get from Home Depot or online on Amazon, just something to direct people to your home. Um, just makes it easier for everybody. I know with GPS and all that kind of stuff, it's not really about directions, just making people aware that there's an open house that's going on. 
Second thing I do is I'll have some sort of activity in the house. Uh, this past weekend, I brought a putting mat and a putter and some custom golf balls. Just, you know, the house was empty. It's vacant. We didn't have it staged or anything like that. The mover had, or the seller had already moved out all their furniture. So I set up the putting mat. Um, disarms people a little bit and keeps gives them a chance to, and generally will let them stay a little bit longer in the home because there's an activity, especially if they have children, keep them busy while they, you know, view the house and uh, kind of just brings their guard down a little bit to have some sort of activity in the house. Um, I've had ones before where we've hosted where we've had a papa shot set up in the driveway. Uh, we've, you know, we've done it where we've had, um, we've got all pinball machines activated in the lower level if the client was okay with it and they were okay with people playing their, uh, their pinball machines pool tables, all that kind of stuff. Anything that people will remember, okay, oh, that was the house with the putting green, that was the house with the papa shot, that was the house with the pinball machines. You just want to be able to stand out so that they remember, okay, this is something that I liked about that house, or um, you know, they can reference it even if they're discussing if it is, has potential for them as a, a home that they would consider potentially moving into. Number three, I do not have a traditional sign-in sheet. There's that curb episode where Larry doesn't want to put his name on a sheet because he doesn't want everybody knowing at the doctor's office that they say, oh, Larry David's here, blah, blah, blah. So uh, it's kind of in that same respect. I don't like having a sign-in sheet. Um, I don't want necessarily everybody to know how many people we've had in an open house. I don't want names exposed on there. Um, and traditionally, you know, most of my business referrals, when people come to my open houses, if they're unrepresented and we, you know, uh, make a good connection and you know, that that house isn't particularly for them and they're looking for something else, sure. Um, you know, I'll shoot them an email and just introduce myself. But I usually have the sign-in sheet primarily so that we'll, um, or you'll have a sign-in sheet to know who is in and out of house. doesn't mean the information that they're putting on there is correct. So I like to have a conversation with everybody who walks in. I like to get their names. Um, and then what I'll do is we'll have a raffle. So whether, give away anything you want, gift card, um, you know, a prize, anything, golf balls, um, a t-shirt, a hat, doesn't matter what you're giving out, but have, instead of a sign-in sheet, have little pieces of paper that um, will ask their name, their contact information, whether or not they're working with an agent, and then have a chance for them to write some likes or dislikes about the house, feedback mainly. Because feedback is important in open house, and that's one of the reasons why you like to host your own open houses, so that you can find out what people like about the house. Um, what they don't like about the house so that you're prepared to handle those objections and kind of market around uh, those uh, areas of improvement uh, while you're still selling the house. So you have the little piece of paper where they can put all that information in and then they drop it in a bucket, a vase, something that uh, you know their name isn't exposed then and then you do a raffle. Um, you know, you, you, you it, it will generally have a higher success rate doing something like that where especially they know that they'll have potential to win something and their information isn't kind of front and center for everybody to read as opposed to doing a traditional sign-in sheet. Another thing I've done in the past, which I'm kind of getting away from just with, uh, you know, obviously with the pandemic and people want to make sure, you know, sanita sanitary and stuff like that, is I used to have the iPad out where they can do it digitally. Um, you know, people don't want to touch somebody else's iPad, especially too on a, on a warm day where you just see the fingerprints and all that kind of stuff. So having plenty of pencils or pens that are fresh, um, 
you know, having the Lysol wipes there to make sure everybody's comfortable and everything's sans- sanitized so they're not afraid to touch anything. I find that that will generally have more success than uh, doing the sign-in sheet. And number four, I think that this is something that, you know, and, and anything that you do with sales, I mean, sure, we're looking at how we're available to show people homes. It's still a sales career having selling real estate is ask more questions than giving more facts. Um, I like to sneak in some potential things uh, when people are looking just to start engagement, but asking questions, I think, will ultimately lead you to have more success at your open houses. Um, you know, it's something where you ask where they're from or, you know, they currently live in the area. You don't want to ask closed-ended questions or open-ended questions where it's just yes or no. So, you know, engage the people as they go through a home. Obviously, uh, you'll usually have more success if it's not the only people in the open house. Um, I, you know, I've had it before where if nobody's in the open house at a specific time, they might just drive by. They don't feel comfortable coming in. So if they see a crowd, which ultimately that's the goal of having any open house, you'll generally get more people in. Um, it's easier to small talk group to group to group, and then they don't feel like you're following them around or anything like that because that's one of the things that I really uh, appreciate when I go to an open house or if I'm shopping in a store I like people available if you have questions but I also don't like somebody breathing down my neck I equate it to um, if you go to like an ace hardware right ace hardware there's plenty of people always working in there they're always open and they're happy to help you out um, as opposed to sometimes when you go to like a Home Depot or Lowe's where they're running away from you Uh, You kind of want something in between, right? You don't want, or a furniture store, let's compare that as the worst one in the world. You go to shop for a couch, you have somebody breathing down your neck when you're just kind of trying to get a feel for things where you, uh, my wife and I will have a joke where you want to get like a squirt bottle and squirt the people away because they uh, they won't leave you alone. Almost like a cat uh, that's trying to get attention. Um, So yeah, so be available, be present, be there to give them some information, but I think what you'll generally find to have you'll have more success is asking them questions, getting them engaged, um, and then you know they'll be more open to asking you questions about the house. Um, one of the things I pointed out at the house that uh, we you know just had the open house at is it had some carpet, and we were able to determine that underneath the carpet in majority of the rooms there were hardwood floors. So for somebody that you know, is potentially going to buy that house. That's an important fact. But, um, you know, that was brought up after engaging the, the visitor to the open house as opposed to just throwing it out there right away. Um, so that is what I found has had more success doing. And it's something that I think that if you're hosting an open house or um, if your agent's hosting an open house, hopefully it's, you know, they're incorporating that into that event. You know, I mentioned that it's always nice when neighbors stop by. One of the things that you can do as well is invite the neighbors. If it's your open house that um, that's being hosted um, and your agent hasn't done so, if you're close to your neighbors, you should ask your agent to do this. But um, feel free to knock on your neighbor's door or send an email or if you have group text with them, let them know that you're hosting an open house just so that they're aware. Tell them, feel free to stop by, um, take a look at, at the house. That's something that uh, I think is effective. And I think, you know, like I mentioned before, you know, neighbors want to live with people that they like, so uh, you know they'll generally want to pay attention to who's coming and going in the open house. And perhaps they have friends or family that are looking in the neighborhood. 
especially if you live in a, a close knit community, it's uh, it's a, a strategy that I like to incorporate. Um, it helps with attendance. It helps with uh, keeping the flow because what you'll notice that some open houses in a normal market, not the past three months where you know there's cars lined up around the street and people are cycling through like they're trying to get into a Louis Vuitton store uh, where they have to wait in line for hours at a time um, or like a Jordan shop when they're dropping a new pair of, uh, of sneakers. So a traditional open house, you'll have ups and downs as far as time-wise where you might have uh, six or seven groups come through within a 20-minute period of time and then the next 40 minutes, nobody shows up. So having neighbors that'll come in, it'll encourage people that are driving by to stop and take a look at the house and um, so invite the neighbors invite friends that are potentially looking to the buy houses uh, you're able to post on you know Facebook posts and stuff like that community pages um, tell people in your office if you have um, that's something that we do is we have a ton of agents throughout our uh, real estate office so we'll usually post and ask them to stop by do email blast you can have your agent do email sorry I'm talking like this is for all agents but you can have your agent email other agents let them know to send their clients um, and maybe save them a trip into that particular area where they can just have the buyers send their buyers and take a look at an open house so these are all like, kind of pre uh, event strategies that you can incorporate but um, it will generally be helpful and help reduce market time and get your home sold quicker. That's our episode for today. Uh, mainly just tips for you, your agent, anybody that is planning on hosting an open house now that we're coming out of the other side of the pandemic here. These are becoming more and more common, uh, especially in this type of market in this time of year. So I hope this information was helpful. And as always, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening and supporting the Not Your Typical Agent podcast. If you or someone you know is in need of a real estate agent, I can help. I am a broker with HomeSmart Connect based out of Arlington Heights. We have several locations throughout the Chicagoland area, and I'm happy to help make real estate easier for you.